The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at, at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Thursday morning. And yes, I every time I play that intro, I'm just I'm just moved by it. It is a praise to God more than it is saying anything about those young people. It is exalting God to the place of where he of what he said he is and who he said he is in his word and um for me that minute and a half is probably more worship than many people actually experience in their churches today in the modern church today it is an exaltation of our god and so forgive me if i'm a little moved a little more this morning than any other time anyway if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com. 
and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. While you're there at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, if you are on Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, right side of the page. And, um, you know, I'm looking at the numbers in the chat, and they're definitely not the numbers that we're seeing here (laughs) on this particular video platform. But that's okay. We've got a lot of friends in there. And we're we're happy to have you guys here every morning. Thank you for your support. I really appreciate it. Like I told you, I feel like I have church almost every day uh, in getting to be able to present some of these things to you guys that we provide on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. But you can go there. You can enlarge it. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. Yep, teary-eyed and everything. Uh, and you can also click on the platform and join us in the chat if you'd like to do that. We'd love to see you there, uh, friends of like mind, if you uh, agree with our message, of course, and that is we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. So um, jump over there. Also right above that is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can play that. He goes live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. You can catch that at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And right above that is where you can subscribe to our email newsletter. A lot of you have been doing that. We appreciate that very much. And in that, we don't rent your email, sell it, and we don't spam you. You get one email from us a day. That's it. And... um, yeah, well, I do. I do, Chris. I use it at the start of every show. Been doing it for over a month now, I think. And um, so I told Matt uh, Trujella, who who produced the, the video, that that I, I just appreciated it so much. I'm going to use it every day. It's to, and it is to drive an agenda. I'm not trying to brainwash you or anything. It's an agenda. I want us to have in our minds what those kids are saying. We're going to defy tyrants. We're going to submit to God. We're going to resist evil. We're not going to wear masks. We're not going to take vaccines. We're not going to fall into that trap. But we're going to look to honor God. And so, in a way, it's maybe sort of the short version of a catechism in which there's no question asked. It's just, this is what we're going to do. Uh, so that's that's there. But if you sign up for our newsletter this morning, uh, you'll get an email in the evening all the articles we have at sonslibertymedia.com, including the Morning Show Archive, where we archive the video and podcast portion of the show, as well as all of the links for everything we're going to look at here uh, this morning. And uh, finally, if you agree with our message, um, we don't ask you for money, but we tell you we have needs. And if you're able and want to meet those needs, we would appreciate your support. There's a donate button at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. You can click that. You can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty, and you can purchase items in our store. All of those links are right here across the top of sonslibertymedia.com. And again, we appreciate your support. We can't do what we do without you. We trust God. We go ahead and do things, and we trust God to put it upon the people to support what we're doing. And uh, and like I say, we couldn't do what we do without your support. So thank you very much. All right, with that said, today we're going to be talking about the manipulation of the minds of the masses. And it's interesting because, especially when it comes to this whole, the Convid 1984, okay? Now, whichever side, let me let me put something out to you because I've got a, a guy continually messaging me. And um, it's like... Dude, if somebody comes from a germ theory, you know, kind of deal versus a terrain theory, in the end on this issue, they all come to the same conclusion. 
don't take the vaccines. There's, in many cases, natural remedies for a lot of the stuff people are suffering from. A lot of that comes right down to what you eat. Okay, as we talk about, usually eat Saturday here with uh, Kate Shimerani. All that, all that goes on. But the manipulation of what we're seeing right now is happening across the boards. It's happening in a number of areas. Um, but I think these guys are losing. That well, they've lost the narrative. Let's just put it that way. They've lost the narrative. And what happens is, is they go and they, you know, it's that old thing. When I was a kid, many of you have probably heard it too from your parents. If you tell a lie, what happens? Well, you got to tell another lie to cover that one up. And then you got to tell another lie to cover that one up. And you got to tell another lie to cover that one up. And eventually you get to a point where you don't know the lie from the truth and your stories are all over the place. That's what's going on right now. Okay? That's what's going on right now. Let me give you a, a, a quick uh, little taste of what I'm talking about. Dr. Fauci, now I'm gonna I'm just gonna say what I think he is. I think he's a I think he's a real Nazi. I think he's a real Nazi straight out of Nazi Germany. I think this is what this guy is. Okay. This guy hasn't treated a patient in I don't know how long. Yet he makes a ton of money off of us. He is given a voice as an unelected bureaucrat who has many conflicts of interest because of the patents he has. And yet he thinks he has authority to tell Americans, put on a mask or take off a mask, take a jab or don't take a jab. He thinks he has that authority. He has zero authority according to our Constitution. The federal government isn't even supposed to be in health care at all. Zero. It's not supposed to be doing it. But let me give you a taste of what I'm talking about, of when you get engaged in lying, like Dr. Fauci has, and he is lying. I'm not going to pretend about it. You know, these fact checkers want you to go, just the facts. Okay, the fact is the man's lying. That's the fact. Okay, I'm going to show you. There's a short little video... We put it on SonsLibertyMedia.com under the uh, under the title "Fauci Then." Me wearing a mask after vaccination is not theater. Fauci now, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was theater. Theater. Here's what he has to say. Listen. Before the CDC made the recommendation change, I didn't want to look like I was giving mixed signals. Oh, but you were. But being a fully vaccinated person, the chances of my getting infected in an indoor setting is extremely low. That's not true. And that's the reason why in indoor settings now, I feel comfortable about not wearing a mask. You're telling everybody to wear a mask, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine. What I'm saying is they have immunity and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that people that have had the vaccine or have had the infection are spreading the infection? If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, it's not. the vaccine and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. Let's get down to the facts. I didn't want to look like I was giving mixed signals. But being a fully vaccinated person, the chances of my getting infected in an indoor setting is extremely low. And that's the reason why in indoor settings now, I feel comfortable about not wearing a mask. Well, let's talk about something that's extremely low. Your chances of getting... COVID and dying from it. 
<laughs> Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the people, the thousands of people who got who got the vax and then got COVID. He's not telling you about that. Let's talk about his little parade, his little show that he did, real theater that he did, okay? When he went out and rolled up his sleeve on his left arm to get the jab, and then hours later showed up on CBS and said, patted his right arm and said, oh, my arm's a little sore. Let's talk about that theater. This guy is a liar. He is a manipulator. That's what he is. He didn't want to give mixed signals. That's what he's been giving the whole time when he told people to wear a mask and then he's caught out with his buddies with his mask pulled down or without one at all. In fact, he wasn't even wearing one consistently when he's being paraded out there by Donald Trump every single day to push the propaganda. Wasn't Joe Biden doing that? It was Donald Trump pushing him out there. This is the manipulation that's going on. Now we find out this. The Pentagon, this was reported by uh, Max Lavo yesterday. Pentagon uses the world's largest secret army to brainwash the masses. That's right. The propaganda has been turned on you for some years now, America. Your, our own government is propagandizing its own people now. The CIA is no longer doing it just in other countries. They're doing it to us. All right? He calls it a secret army or a secret government force. Newsweek has reported that the secret government force has been manipulating social media as mind control and brainwashing technique. After a two-year investigation, excuse me, the outlet reported that the undercover army consists of around 60,000 people, many of whom use fake identities to carry out their quote-unquote assignments. The Pentagon's agents operate in real life and online with some even embedded in private businesses and well-known companies. Now, friends, i got to tell you something. Where in the Constitution, article, section, and clause, please, Where in the Constitution did we authorize 60,000 people to manipulate social media and try to control our thinking and the outcome of how we think? Where where did did we do that in the Constitution? We didn't. All of this is criminal activity against the people of the United States. Every bit of it is. I don't care if they're trying to get you to be happy with the car you bought 10 years ago or whether they're trying to get you to take a deadly injection. It's all criminal and a violation of the Constitution against the people. Here's what Newsweek had to report. Newsweek's exclusive report on this secret world is the result of a two-year investigation. And they didn't get their money, I guess... From us, they actually put their stuff in here. Okay? Yeah, well, yeah, Steve mentions uh, Fauci and the the funding there. Yeah, he's been using our money for his own gain and working with our enemies. There's no question about that. How the guy, I I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, if George Washington would take a guy 
who was who attempted sodomy and just drum him out of the army. Okay, that's just for that. Why in the world would we not take Dr. Fauci and drum him out to the gallows and hang him in public? I mean that in all honesty. Due process, I get it. I get it. I'm not saying a mob go grab the guy or anything like that. I'm talking about go through due process and give him a due just reward. I don't understand why we haven't done that. But the but the answer to this, the solution to this is very simple. It really is. So Newsweek says, on this secret world and the result of a two-year investigation involving the examination of over 600 resumes and a 1,000 job postings, dozens of Freedom of Information Act requests, and scores of interviews with participants and defense decision makers, what emerges is a window into not just a little-known sector of the American military, but also a completely unregulated practice. No one knows the program's total size, and the explosion of signature reduction has never been examined for its impact on military policies and culture. Congress has never held a hearing on the subject, and yet the military developing this gigantic clandestine Force challenges U.S. laws, the Geneva Conventions, the Code of Military Conduct, and basic accountability. That's Newsweek saying that. That's Newsweek saying that. The fastest growing group within the Pentagon's clandestine force operates exclusively online. These cyber fighters assume fake identities to gather intelligence and search for public publicly accessible information on the internet. They even report take, uh, reportedly take part in campaigns to influence and manipulate social media. Hundreds of these shadowy keyboard warriors are employees of the National Security Agency, Newsweek reported. reported. And Max says, we're being played? Of course we're being played. We know that. If you still cannot see that government is slavery at this point, it may not be possible to awaken you to this system of lies, control, manipulation, and corruption. In the land of the free, where people are increasingly realizing how enslaved they truly are, this should outrage the masses. But it probably won't. Some will likely even defend this simply because it's the Pentagon doing it, and they were taught to worship the military regardless of the action committed. And that's exactly what it is. A lot of this stuff becomes a worship of the beast. That's what it does. You know, let me say this first and foremost. We talk about saving the republic. We talk about, you know, a love of country and things of that nature. First of all, let me explain to you. As believers, we are citizens of heaven first and foremost. And our conduct should reflect that. You say, well, did your conduct reflect it when you called for for Fauci to be hung on the gallows? Yep, sure did. Read God's law about these things. See how God in his providence took Haman, who was providing gallows, and of course they allegedly did things a little different. The gallows being hung was something a little different than what we do. But here's the thing. Haman set that up to destroy the people of God, and in God's providence... He flipped it on his head where he was destroyed by the work of his own hands. You know, it's like the psalmist writes, 
Let him fall into the trap that he set for me. Let them be caught in the snare that they've set for me. And that is my prayer in some of this. I'm going to tell you. Some of my prayer is that these people who are laying the trap for the people of America and even for the world, that they be caught in their own nets. That they be snared in their own traps. That they fall in their own holes that they've dug for us. And in the midst of that, I want to let you know, God uses means to do that. Haman didn't just get stuck on the gallows. You know, some invisible hand grabbed him and stuck him there. No, that's not what happened. The king found out what he was doing, and the king issued the decree. But he didn't get that without the bravery and the courage of Esther to go to the king. And Esther is a representation of us. She's a representation of the church going to her king, her husband, if you will, the Lord Jesus, and petitioning him, even as he taught us to pray, that the the will of the Father in heaven be done on earth. See, our prayers, our prayers do make sense when we see things in the light of the way God has presented them. Some people think we're not going to get things here on earth as they are in heaven until we get to heaven. Well, then why, are we, why did Jesus pray that, say that we should pray such? Because he knew that was the vehicle, if you will, for bringing about God's will on this earth. The problem is people don't want God's will. They don't want it. They are happy in their complacency, in their delusions, and with the lies that are told to them. You know, you can see with the people of Israel in the book of Exodus, and I'm going to jump on to something else here. In the book of Exodus, what happened to the people who were in slavery? They cried out under the bondage that they were under. And the Bible says that God heard their cries. And he responded by sending them a deliverer. And Moses is a picture of Christ leading his people out of bondage. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. That's the prelude to the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. And even with that, even with leading the people out, there were still a bunch of those knucklehead slaves who had been freed who wanted to complain about everything God did for them. Whether it was the water, whether it was the food, whether it was being out in the desert, whatever it was, God had made provision for them everywhere and they still wanted to complain against him. And I see that with people today. They just want to complain against God instead of doing what God said. Now, how is some of this stuff going on? Now, we've seen it on social media. I just read to you from uh, Mac's uh, article here. We've seen it on social media. We've seen uh, people pop in this chat. And I'll tell you, I've went to some of the... uh, um, the profiles, at least on Facebook, and I found these guys are, a lot of them are fake profiles. You know the fake profiles. They got one or two pictures, one or two posts, something like that, and then it's there's nothing else going on with it, um, and they just use it to come in and, and tap stuff, uh, into the, uh, type stuff into the, into the chat. You've seen those guys do that. 
Then we've got guys who also run interference through fact-checking and stuff like this. There's a, a lengthy piece over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Published this a couple of days ago. U.S. government scrubs, censors, stats on vaccine-related deaths. Let me just ask a question here. How many of you, and I don't, look, I don't have cable. I, you know, if I watch something, usually it's a YouTube deal and somebody will send me a clip and I try to find the whole thing that way I can watch sort of the context of whatever's being said there. But how many of you who may watch the evening news or read a newspaper or whatever the case may be, how many of you have actually read a story in the mainstream, the Mockingbird, corporate-owned media, okay? How many of you have read one on the thousands of people that have been reported to have died following the COVID shot? How many of you have, how many of you have read any? There's literally no stories about that. Everything is the vaccine's getting out. We're getting more people vaccinated. We're doing. We're trying to bribe people to get vaccinated. Um, where it's safe and effective. They're still using that phraseology, even though it's completely the opposite. All of this kind of stuff. And yet, we've got Dr. Joseph Merkula, who's talking about how they're scrubbing the stats on on vaccine-related deaths. Um, Now, he he takes from Peter McCullough. We, We talked about him the other week had the story about what he had to say as far as the vaccines go. And Dr. uh, Merkula says, according to Peter McCullough, early treatment could have prevented up to 85% of COVID-19 deaths. Early at-home treatment also minimizes the spread as the amount of time you're infectious can be reduced from two weeks to about four days. I'm still questioning how they know that this is a contagion that's passed from person to person. I'm I'm genuinely I'm genuinely curious how they've proved that. Or is that an assumption? Okay. Despite being inexpensive and readily available, early treatments have also been censored and suppressed in order to secure a global mass vaccination campaign. And that's what this is all about. Getting the Depop jab. That's what it is. More than 80 colleges and any number of employers are now implementing mandatory COVID vaccination. The only way for them to understand what the implications of that decision might be is to review the VAERS data. They're not going to get any clues elsewhere thanks to the universal suppression of information. An estimated 124 million Americans are now fully vaccinated against COVID-19. As of April 30th, 2021, at least that's what they say in their numbers. 38,000, or excuse me, 3,837 died shortly after the COVID shots, and this is within four or five months. And that number's up. Uh, I'll tap on that here before the end of the show. That number's up quite considerably from that. That's more than have died from all vaccines combined from mid-1997 until the end of 2013, a period of 15 and a half years. In 1976, the U.S. government vaccinated 45 million people against pandemic swine flu. 
the entire program was canceled after reports of just 53 deaths. They canceled it for 53 deaths and they, they, they inoculated... Inoculated. They, they shot people up with something. <laughs> 45 million of them. But because there were 53 deaths, they stopped the whole thing. You've got now... okay. This was as of last week. You've got now, at least confirmed through the VAERS report, 4,434 dead. There's more than that now because another week's gone by. We're going to give you an update on that. That's more than 21 years of recorded VAERS deaths. That's what's being kept from the American people. They canned the 76 vaccine campaign over 53 deaths. We're well over 4,000. And if you believe the reports from people like Harvard, who did the study on the VAERS report, who said they are only reporting about 1% of adverse effects, theoretically, you could push it out and say there have been over 400,000 people in America out of this 120-something million that they're saying vaccinated. 400,000 or better have died. And hundreds of thousands more have had adverse effects to this injection. And they're wanting to use it on your kids. From 6 months to 15 years old. They're wanting to use it on your kids. And I don't know how many people saw it. I was going to try to pull that up. And I didn't get a chance to do it. But Bradley showed this little boy who had gotten the shot. And he's just convulsing. And shaking. From having taken that. Gullible moms and dads. Love their kids, but they're gullible. Trust doctors to do what's right. Give their, give their kids those injections. And that's what they get. And many of them, at least from the doctors we've had on, are being made infertile. That's not what I said. <coughs> this was what this is what many doctors that we've had on from Dr. Kerry Midday, they have things in these vaccines that they know, they know sterilize people. We're having pregnant women having miscarriages following these experimental injections. We're having women have their menstrual period all messed up, heavy bleeding and and such. And they come out and tell, oh, well, we don't know about that. Well, there's nothing to worry about. <laughs> Covering up their crimes against the people. And I'm telling you right now, every person involved in it right now, you're guilty of the genocide that's taking place now. If you're not speaking out against this, your silence is complicit. 
you're engaged in the very thing the Nazis were engaged in in Germany. The very thing. And you still don't want to call it Nazi. You don't want to call it what it is. You don't want to call it genocide. You don't want to you want to call it health care. You want to talk talk about keeping people safe. If you're still doing that, you're the problem. If you're still denying that that's going on here in the United States, you're the problem. My goodness, I don't know what it's going to take for people to awaken from the slumber of the sleep that they're in. I really don't. And that's part of God's judgment too. When you go over to something like 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, you'll find that people would rather believe the lie than the truth. I don't know why that is. I don't know why people want to believe lies over the truth. Especially when you can just show it to them. Speaking of Dr. Fauci and his double-mindedness and his double-talk, his devil-tongue that he's got. There's a guy that came out 30 years ago, Dr. Robert Wilner. Now, this video has been circulating across the Internet. But this guy exposed Fauci and the NIH NIH and uh, several others concerning the AIDS issue. Okay? Concerning the AIDS issue. Now, he wrote a book called Deadly Deception, The Proof That Sex and HIV Absolutely Do Not Cause AIDS. That's very interesting. He gave this presentation, it's real short, December the 7th, 1994. So we're talking, yeah, close to 30 years down the road, okay? Now, listen to what this guy had to say. We're talking about probably the most horrible scandal and scam ever perpetrated, not only in the name of science, but in humanity and in all history. Today is December 7th, and I was uh, 12 years old when the attack on Pearl Harbor came, and I remember World War II very well. And it's a very significant day today because I see an incredible parallel between what is going on in the so-called AIDS epidemic and what happened in the years preceding and resulting in World War II, the great lie of Hitler. It's amazing. I think he would envy the job being done by members of the National Institutes of Health and even the media, especially in this country. And I will put the lie to the individuals of the NIH, particularly Gallo and Fauci and Hazeltine and Essex, See, there and the rest him right of these out. scoundrels of the worst order. Criminals guilty of genocide, without a doubt. I invite them to take me to court. I wish Burroughs Welcome would take me to court because they have been putting out a killer drug knowingly. Because in a court of law, I would have the opportunity to, pro- to provide the absolute proof and evidence, as I have in my book, Deadly Deception. 
Now, I'm not alone in what I'm doing here today. How does the press escape such obvious truths? Why would the finest virologist in the world, the most noted virologist, member of our National Academy of Sciences, Peter Duesberg, why would he put his entire career on the line? What did he have to gain? He's already lost his laboratory and his funding. He can't take away his professorship because he's tenured. We're talking... Sorry about that. <clears throat> yes, this is on the website. Um, someone's asking in the chat. It is, in, it is on the website. You can find it. Doctor Who died less than a year after exposing Fauci's genocide, still speaking today. That's the title of the article. And uh, you can watch the video there if you're looking to pick that up. And yes, he died allegedly from a heart attack less than a year later. Now, guys, I, you know... So, something happened yesterday. Me and my, my son went out um, to get something to eat. And we were listening to the radio. And there was somebody that's supposed to be famous. I forget the name. I, I Forgive me if I don't know famous people. <laughs> but they're supposed to be famous, uh, well-known in you know certain circles or whatever. And they died of a heart attack. Now, they were I think they were in their 70s, 73, something like that. And immediately when I hear that now, do you know what I think? I think, did they get the COVID jab? Are, are you guys like that too? I'm just curious because the people who die after that usually have blood clots, heart problems, brain aneurysms, all this kind of stuff that's that's kind of similar in nature as to how it kind of forms up. Now here's this guy, Dr. Wilner. He dies of an allegedly uh, alleged heart attack less than a year after giving this speech I just played for you. Now, at that time, we already know the CIA has a literal heart attack gun. They showed it, I mean, they showed it to Congress. We played the video before. And it, it makes you wonder who's being targeted. Matter of fact, we're going to be trying to have uh, Karen Stewart. She's an NSA whistleblower and um, and also our friend Helena uh, to come back on and talk about these microwave attacks on people um, coming from our government. Um, so I don't know whether or not this happened to Dr. Wilner or not. It may have been just it was his time and eating whatever ever, ever happened. He had a heart attack and died. That that could very well be okay. But I'm saying a lot of this is very curious that people die a short time after exposing things like this. And did you notice what he called it? He called it genocide. And he said Fauci knew it. He knew it was deadly what he was putting out during this time. He knew it. He knows it now. And he's making a lot of money off of it. That's, what the, that's what's driving him. He's making a lot of money off of it. There is other stuff. We've had Connecticut come out. And I don't know how many of you guys saw the, um, the particular document. But the Connecticut government quietly told its healthcare workers the COVID experimental jabs... Are deadly. That's what they told the healthcare workers. 
But they withheld that information from the public. Now, for the public, it's safe and effective, right? How many, again, I ask you, how many commercials during your favorite radio station that you listen to, how many of them are all about pushing you to get a vaccine? Telling you about how many of your friends have gotten the vaccine. Telling you about ways that you can get something for getting the vaccine. Or how much you need the vaccine. Or whatever. Now, how many of them come out and tell you, hey, those jabs, those injections, are really deadly and you ought to be careful before you get one of them. You ought to think two or three or four or five, ten times before you get one of them. How many of you hear that? You don't. And yet, in Connecticut, this is what happens. Now, this came by way of um, Mike Adams over at Natural News. And um, the documents, I thought I had the documents up here. Yeah, there's, there's images of the documents here. And they begin to tell you um, of what's, what's taking place in here, in these, in these jabs. And I was pretty sure... Again, this SM-102, we've done a, a, put a thing out by John Rappaport yesterday under uh, the shots holding something in them that a safety data sheet that was submitted to OSHA claims is, quote, for research use only, not for human or veterinary use. Veterinary use, okay? This is what this SM-102 is. Now, some people say that they can make varieties of SM-102 and one's dangerous with chloroform and one's not dangerous without it or whatever the case may be. But the fact of the matter is they've put this in this injection. And you have to ask yourself, why would you put this in your body? And then look at this. They give you all the stuff here. They give you ingredients, okay? And then they come down and they say, does not contain eggs, preservatives, or latex. (laughs) Well, that's nice to know. I'm not getting eggs, preservatives, or latex pumped into my body, but I'm getting a whole bunch of stuff I can't even pronounce here pumped in. And again, there is um, several documents here that show... What they're putting in here. All right? And they're telling the healthcare workers, this is this is some dangerous stuff. This is deadly. But in their propaganda campaign, nope, not so. So here's the thing. If you're a Connecticut healthcare worker delivering these jabs and you've been told they're deadly, again. If you continue to do it, are you not complicit in the genocide taking place? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. What's interesting is, is that our own Kate Shimerani comes on, you can hear her every Saturday, warned about this last year. Any of you guys who've been listening for some time since we brought Kate on, which was... Right about a year ago, I think. Maybe a little bit longer than a year ago. She has been warning that this is a genocide. She issued paper, genocide papers to the people trying to get her out of the midwife and 
nursing and mid I don't know what that thing is nursing and midwifery whatever you call it um, thing where the, where she's registered there in the UK or was registered in the UK she submitted all of those genocide papers to them warning them of what they were engaged in and what they were pushing and now we're seeing the fruit of it let me give you the update just to just to to let you have an idea this was CDC's figures last week 4434 dead Okay, and tens of thousands reported as adverse effects that they were injured by the by the vaccine. Okay, when you go to the UK, the numbers are exponentially more. And again, same thing happens with their. I don't know what the name of the the particular thing is that they've got. You drove vigilance or something like that. That's their version of theirs. They only get 1% to 5% of things that happen to vaccine-injured people. They only get 1% to 5% too. So, what's the manipulation? We've seen that it's coming out of the Pentagon. We know that it's happening with public-private partnerships by way of Google, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, I, look, I'm going to go. I'm going to go so far as to say LinkedIn. Nobody wants to talk about LinkedIn. I've been kicked off of LinkedIn twice. LinkedIn. Why? Because I had titles that talked about the the danger of these injections. They were all true. They were all documented. And this last time, they kicked me off. And they didn't say, well, it was because you violated this, that, and the other. They kick me off and they say, we need your um, verification, your, 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 your driver's license to verify it's you. Not that that verifies me as anybody because they can't see who's behind the keyboard. And they say it's because of the titles that I was using. It was unprofessional. Blah, blah, blah. And when you go over to LinkedIn, a lot of the stuff you see over there is either somebody showing their product that they did, talking about whatever they did that, to glorify themselves, or you know, helping little bunnies or doggies or whatever the case may be, and that's considered acceptable. But go tell the truth over there on LinkedIn. As a journalist, as a reporter, as a radio host, whatever, whatever you are, And you're going to be targeted just like you are on these other fronts. Kicked off that platform. LinkedIn. Yeah. Just as bad as the other guys. And here's the thing, in case you didn't know it. Google was started up with millions of American taxpayer dollars given to them by the CIA front group called N-Q-T-E-L. Put that in to the search engine on sonsoflibertymedia.com and see how the CIA, they're unconstitutional organization anyway, but they're coming in, they're stealing our money, they're giving it to big tech corporations so that they can utilize whatever these guys come up with. So in Google's case, oh, just give us a back door here, you know, let's work things out. Let us get access to the information that you develop through your product. 
Look, they've done it with a whole bunch of stuff. I've given about two dozen companies in which they put money into, and they put them into a lot more, to develop certain tech items. And you can better be sure, you can be sure that they're going to utilize that once those things are developed, if they are developed, they're going to utilize that technology against the American people. That's what they do. And by the way, the guy who headed up in QTEL, that front group that gave them all the money to these big tech companies, left there and put like 12 or 15, I forget what it was, 12 or 15 million dollars into Facebook. Now, why are they doing that? They're doing it to manipulate the American people. Because the American people have lost the truth. They no longer hear the truth of the Word of God from the pulpits, in many cases. Not all. I'm convinced there are a lot of no-name preachers out there in small churches who are being faithful more than you or I will ever know. I know that to be a fact. I know it to be a fact. And then there are churches out there, these big mega churches especially, not all of them, but a large majority of them, and all they're concerned with is making people feel okay. I'm okay, you're okay, we're all okay. Not preaching against sin. Not calling people to the holiness that God has called us to. Not even pointing them to the Lord Jesus as the Redeemer of sinful men. And because men don't have that truth, they don't have a filter to see what's going on here. They have eyes, but they don't see. They have ears, but they don't hear. They're like the gods they've made, as Jeremiah says. And this is why we're in the situation we're in. This is why these curses are coming upon us. I touched on that the other day from Deuteronomy 28. And people can mock the sons of liberty for pointing back to Scripture all you want to, But you can't deny Scripture written thousands of years ago is smack on when it comes to a rebellious people against God and against His covenant and the curses that follow with it. You can't deny they're there. They are. And we see it today. It's absolutely amazing to read Deuteronomy 28. And to look at what is going on in America today. It's, I, it's absolutely amazing. And you know why? It's because God's not changed. You people who think that God changed from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Somehow he was mean, vengeful, angry God in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament he's a loving grandfather who just lets everybody come in. No, no, that ain't how it is. He's the same God in the Old Testament, as he is in the New Testament. He is angry with sinners every day. With the wicked. Every day he's angry with them. And yet, he extends to them a call to repentance. That they might not die in their sins, but that they might live unto him and they might have an abundant life. And men say, no thanks, I got this. 
I got this. And God has sent his prophets all through the Old Testament. He sent his prophets to his people. And in one case, he sent his prophet outside of his people to Nineveh. You know the story of Jonah. And he called them to repentance. And you know what? The people who weren't even God's people got the message. And they repented from the king on down. And God spared them the judgment he was going to bring on them. But it's funny. God's people don't seem to learn until he brings judgment. You know, he is known by his judgments, the Bible tells tells us. And the thing is, is this. The delusion that is over people to follow political figureheads as their saviors, whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's Joe Biden or Barack Obama or whoever it is, or the delusion that somehow this injection is going to save you from the invisible boogeyman of COVID-1984 is part of the curse. God has given people over to themselves. Romans 1. Why? Because they won't honor him as God. And when you don't honor God as God, God says, okay, fine, have it your way. And the judgments that come upon those people, guess what? They're the result of their own sin. God could just leave us, take his hand completely off of us, leave us to ourselves, and you know what we would do? We would utterly destroy ourselves, which is what's happening here. And he says that. I will turn the nation into hell, those who forget me. I'm calling you to remember the God of your fathers. I'm not wanting to leave you in the hopeless message that says, oh, we're just going to hell in the handbasket. No, that's where we're going to go if we don't repent. That's true. But the message is always repentance. There is always, you know, hear the call today while it is today. Don't harden your heart in rebellion. Put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Be reconciled back into God. Trust in Him. And all this other stuff that's going on right here will become very clear as to what's going on, the manipulation of you, of your families, it's a tree and the your fellow Americans. Guys, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Don't miss Bradley, 3 p.m. Eastern today, 2 p.m. Central, and then, Lord willing, we'll talk to you 6 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. God bless you. See you.